Welcome to Pod Heaven, everybody. <laughs> Episode three. Lacking everybody. How we doing? Here we are, man. Here we are. Episode three, we made it. We made it. We thought we never would. <laughs> Just kidding. We knew we would. Yeah, we knew this would happen. Yeah. What the hell did you put in this glass, Devin? All right. Well, this is a Lafroig 10. And uh, the 10 meaning been aged for 10 years. <laughs> and it is a scotch. Ooh. And the cool thing about just scotch is it's very, it's got this nice, it can, not always, but most of the time. If you're drinking the right one, it should have that smoky flavor to it, right? It's very smoky. Very smoky. Should feel like you just took a bite out of a campfire. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> or a whiskey barrel. Or a whiskey barrel. Yeah, one of the two. Um, so there's no watering <clears throat> down that happens to So, it. yeah. This is a cask strength, meaning most of the time when you fill up a bottle. I can still taste it in my <laughs> head. <laughs> right. <laughs> most of the time when you buy a bottle, they do water it down a bit. Yeah. Right. But this one, they're like, nope, no funny business. We're just going straight for it. Cask just strength. Right out of the barrel, jamming the bottle. Yeah. And uh, is it is a it's an experience for sure. It is, so, it's a full body experience. Yeah, it's um, it's very potent. So, what do you honest honest thoughts about it, dude? It's 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 my kind of drink, you know, because I don't drink a lot for taste. Uh, Ashley's been making these little sangrias with like fruit punch or orange juice or whatever that she mixes it with, and then puts like frozen fruit in it instead of ice mm -hmm. and those are bomb you know those taste really good i could i could you know get dangerous with those but this stuff it's a little too much to be honest <laughs> yeah like whew, i'm really glad there's rocks in here yeah. Um, I mean, it's not going to water it down or nothing. kind of wish there was ice cubes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This might be the one where you skip the whiskey stones and go straight for the regular old ice cubes. But um, <laughs> it's definitely a strong drink. And if you're going to do a cask drink, you want to make sure that you actually know what you're getting into and you really do like the flavor. Try the regular flavor first. Don't just go straight for the cask drink because mm. uh, it's, it's definitely a kick in the pants. So. Well, if yeah. I was like at a wet, if I was DJing a wedding, I would want, and if they had that stuff there, I would go for that. Yeah. Because I just want one drink. I don't want to have to be running back and forth to the bar, you know, at my table. Like, I yeah. just want to have one drink, have a good time. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, this will do it. That'll get the job done. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It's a so. great way to close out the week. Yeah. Happy Saturday. Yeah, I'd really recommend it to. Anybody who you take, like you get your regular bottle and you go, man, I just wish there was more of this. Yeah. I want more of this, you know, and then that's exactly what you get more rich, um, just better, more flavor to it. So it's really good. It's really good, man. So nice. Yeah. It'll clear yeah. out your sinuses for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no more <laughs> allergy issues now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week? It's been funny. Um, my roommate... Eric, he mm -hmm. used to be the guitarist in our band. He um, he loves to build computers. Yeah. And uh, he just upgraded his computer to just like some really high-end like gaming stuff. Nice. And uh, I've been getting in a little bit of the gaming scene too. Um, been playing Borderlands 3. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, playing that. And it's a lot of fun. But they just introduced a new update kind of because people were building these characters that were just way too strong for the regular game. So they had to come out 
with this update. It's called Mayhem 2.0. They had Mayhem on there before, and it would just make everything. It's like easy, regular mode, easy mode, medium, hard, ridiculously sure. difficult. But people got to the point where like the most difficult thing that they've got on the game is easy. You can mm. just kind of like walk through it, you know. So they had to bring out Mayhem 2.0. And is it that is like a downloadable pack to expand the game. Or? Yeah, it's an ex, it's expandable expansion to the actual game. Sure. Um, so it's this one didn't cost anything. They just you know put it out there. So I don't think it did. Anyways, so we've been we've been playing that, and my computer couldn't handle it anymore because I didn't spend any money on a computer. Eric just comes down with it, says here, now you can play online with us, and I was like, yeah. sweet, nice, bro. <laughs> but I got the hand me downs, you know, so. Well, Ashley just got PlayStation <clears throat> Now. Do you know what that is? Is that... Because um, she's got a PS4. Okay. And so uh, it's like just PlayStation Now allows you to just download games, like almost unlimited games. Oh. Like they have like almost every game on there. It's like and I just downloaded all three Borderlands games. Oh, dude, you should play the third one. It's really good. I was going to say, I, I, I was, I'm about to check that out and... I was playing Galaga the other night. Oh, really? <laughs> on PlayStation, because nice. like I, got, I downloaded a whole bunch of games, but they like take forever to download. Yeah. So do. Galaga was the first one that downloaded because it's, it's a simple quick. little game. Yeah. And, yeah. And it wasn't like the original Galaga. Oh no. Like, okay. Not how you're you're just flying straight up and there's ships above you. They're like coming in from the sides. Oh, and, like, from the you bottom, can you have turn to around. around. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. That sounds intense, man. Yeah. So, so that's been fun. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So, because I know that there was a, um, this this cross platform, so you could get it's called GameFly, mm. and you just pay a monthly fee, and it's like Netflix. When Netflix first started coming out, you know, you could, they would mail you videos, okay, movies yeah. and DVDs and stuff like that. Um, now GameFly was that, but with video games. So you just go, oh, I got a PlayStation Four. I want you know God of War or yeah. whatever, and they send you that, uh-huh. and it, there's no. I think there was tiers and you could get like however many a month. And I, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool. If you play a lot of games, it was something like that. But cool. you had to do the whole thing of waiting for it in the mail. Uh, so, but yeah, it's, it's so kind of like that for the PlayStation. Well, it's, it's, I think you can order games on some of it, but, you know, I'm not going to be ordering any games. Yeah. I'm not much of a gamer anyway, but. Mm-hmm. You know, when I saw when she told me she got that, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, <laughs> yeah, you might as well see what's on there. Yeah, and yeah. Then I see Borderlands, and I'm like, "Damn, it's cool." So, but. it's it's crazy. Some of the parts that um, Eric has put in his computer, though, they've got like the LEDs now. Mm. Um, well, I just bought a new computer. Oh, did you this week? Nice. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, it's just a little HP okay. desktop computer. It's not even like full. Uh, size. It's like one of those smaller oh, ones that they put ones. in offices and stuff, but it's upgraded to the maximum specs that are available for that model. Nice. And I found it on OfferUp. Oh, you did? Yeah, because this guy in Texas, this Russian guy <laughs> in Texas, bought this uh, abandoned storage cart. Oh, and, and that was in there. And that was on it. Wow. And so I looked up, and so I'm seeing that there's close-up pictures of the screen where he posted the specs for the computer. Uh-huh. But I can't see the computer plugged into that screen. So I'm like, oh. I don't want to order this computer from this random guy yeah. on OfferUp if, yeah. if he's taking pictures of a different computer. You know, so I looked up that model, and it turns out those specs, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 2 terabytes of hard drive space. Nice, nice. Um, those are the two and a core and a quad core i5 Intel processor. Nice, nice. So, turns out that's the that's the maximum specs that are available for that model. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm still not convinced. Yeah, offer up and it was 120 bucks. That's what this okay, computer. Yeah, was that's that's for. pretty. And it's a tower. It's a tower. It's okay. a it's a yeah. It's yeah. a desktop computer. But I'm like, there's no way a computer with those specs is is going for 120. He's like, I don't know. Like, do you think I should charge more? I don't know much about computers. I was like, yeah, I don't really either. <laughs> and so, no, I'll take it. You yeah. might be charging a little too much for that. I don't know. Just let me know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but what I ended up uh, doing was having the guy FaceTime me. 
Okay. And show me the computer yeah. plugged into the monitor mm -hmm. and showed me the specs, went into the system preferences and everything on FaceTime with me. He was like, yeah, dude, I'm not going to, I would never scam anybody. Yeah. He says. And it's funny because like, you know, you go on Craigslist and, and offer up and some of those used buy and sell things. Yeah. And you have to be careful because lots oh, yeah. of people like to scam. Yeah. On those types of sites. And I feel like that's kind of how it was in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But like now OfferUp has like a money back guarantee. Yeah. They got the, the buyer protection plans or whatever. Buyer protection. Yeah. yeah. That's so crazy, they, dude. Because like I know a lot right now at home, like workout equipment is super popular. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Because you can't go to the gym. So the, the only way that you're going to work out is just doing at home. So there's the demand for that has gone up like a lot you oh, know yeah. there's a lot of people out there scamming people right now too you know getting like a barbell plates and like a bench and squat rack you know so that's a pretty a good place to start you know and just charging like eight thousand dollars for it why how can they do Be that because first of all you can't get anything on like everything out everything's just out of stock and then they're hoping that people will go on there and go, oh, huh, oh. I don't know how much this stuff costs and they'll just buy it. Yeah. You know, and they're just getting, you know, five times the amount that it's really worth, you know. Well, I know that like, you know, you can open up your own online store today yeah. fairly easily and lots of people are buying and selling stuff on eBay. Yeah. And I know that Drop shipping is something that got really popular for a while. I'm not really sure if it is anymore, but it's where, you know, you find an item on walmart.com. Right. It's listed for $30. You download the picture from Walmart's website, relist it on eBay for 45 Yep. When somebody buys that your listing on eBay, you ship it to them. You buy it on walmart.com and you put their address in yeah. there. And you buy it for $30 and ship it to them and they pay you 45 on eBay. Yeah. See, I've done this a couple of times. Yeah. And it works. It works. And so more and more people are learning how to make money online doing these kinds of things. And so as soon as this pandemic hit, yeah. I heard about a guy who bought a shit ton of toilet paper. <laughs> oh, no. Hand sanitizer, all that stuff. Yeah. And started selling it online and made just like a million dollars in like three days probably. Toilet you know paper. I mean? <laughs> That's a way exaggeration, but like. No, yeah. And then happens. he goes and buys a bunch of land and builds a house on it and just builds a fence around his house, like distance himself from everybody. Just like, <laughs> I'm just going to wait this pandemic out with my million dollars. And then when something yeah. happens and everybody comes yeah. back to business, you know. That's hilarious, man. Like, I've, there's a lot of people that are doing that, just kind of figuring out different ways that they can capitalize, capitalize. on this. Some people are being, you know, ridiculously smart. You know how like airline companies and like cruise companies and stuff like that, they got hit the hardest because, you know, nobody wants to go flying. <laughs> Every time you take a drink, man. This stuff is crazy. <laughs> oh my God. So they're buying, so of course, nobody wants to go on a, a cruise. You know, nobody wants to go on airplanes anymore right now. So the government's bailing them out, you know? And so people would start up their, an airline business. Like after they found that the government was bailing airline businesses out. Oh, yeah. So they start an airline business and apply for these loans and then get bailed out by the... And they, they, they've never wow. flown anybody. They don't... They maybe own an, one airplane. <laughs> it's, and it, it's, it's not... It's not good. I've heard about that happening. Yeah. Because I just got, I finally got my stimulus. Yeah, okay. For, for the virus and everything. Because I work as an independent contractor. Yeah. I am a small business. Mm -hmm. I am a legit small business. Yeah. You know, and these guys who you're talking about are taking money. Yes. From us. Uh -huh. And so they just sued a whole bunch of companies for the yeah. money that they gave them. And that process took a while. For me and my buddy Kyle, who's my roommate, who films videos and and races and does other stuff in film, you know, he's an independent contractor as well. And so we're like sitting around like a, like three weeks after everybody else got their stimulus, like driving for Uber and doing whatever we can to get by. Yeah. Like, 
Exactly. Because yeah, people are like doing stupid stuff like that. You know, they're going out. They're they're taking advantage of the things that um, uh, that the government is offering. Yeah. And that what they don't understand is that um, that money is not the same as if you went and worked for it. No. It's not the same money. It doesn't have the same value. It's just you said you needed it. Somebody gave it to you. So now it doesn't have the same value as if you went out and you actually did perform a good or service and actually worked for it and yeah. did something for the economy, mm-hmm. then was compensated for it for your time of doing that and getting the, um, actually getting the paycheck that yeah. way. You know, it's not the same. You're going to pay for it later. No, it's it's yeah. going to come around, you know, whether it comes most likely through taxes. Taxes. Yeah. You know, it's going to get you to the other end. But the Dude, problem I'm is... Set, I'm taking 800 from that stimulus. Yeah. And I'm just throwing it right at my taxes. Yeah. I don't even care. Yeah. Because like, that's where I know most of it's going to have to go to. Yeah. It's going to get you anywhere. Anyway, so... No. Anyways. So, it's not... Just realize that it's not... No money's never free. It's never free. Yeah. It's always going to get you somewhere, so... But the good news is is I've been driving for Uber for yeah. a long time, delivering food, you know, and I still hopefully am going to get unemployment since I'm not working at the studio, mm-hmm. since my hours have reduced there. Yeah. And since I'm not, since like all my weddings got canceled, then I'm in a DJ. Uh, but I can still make money with Uber. Yeah. And I'm making a lot more money now because I'm platinum. Once you drive for a long time, they give you more money and more benefits. Okay, yeah. So you said the other day that you were going to start up with yeah, Uber Eats. Have yeah. you done that? I don't know. I just, uh, the reason I was going to do that is because my my day job, like my main paycheck, they laid me off. Um, but I just- Advance? Advance, yeah. Dang. Yeah. So I do, I change, I I'm do some like lighting maintenance tech stuff, lighting maintenance outside of personal training. Yeah. And I'm not quite doing that full time. So, but they, through the whole thing is they didn't, they weren't having enough work coming in. They couldn't pay. So they had to lay me off. You know, it was suspension. It wasn't um, a layoff. So uh, it was just suspended pay. Okay. Uh, but they, uh, they got enough work. They got some sort of package, like some paycheck protection plan or whatever it's called. And uh, I don't quite understand how it is, but so I'm, I'm starting again next week. So I'm back. So I don't know if I'll be able to do, be doing Uber, but I did sign up for it. Okay. I did. I'm ready to go uh, for the Uber Eats or whatever. Nice. So. Well, if you do it, you know, it. just stick with it for a while. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to make money with it yeah. is just to do it consistently. People ask, like, how do you work the system? Like, how do you make the most tips? Like, at the end of the day, the best thing is just turn it on and go and just yeah. do what it tells you and just accept every trip. Don't decline a trip because it's too far away. They'll pay you for the distance. And usually the, the trips that come in, like they give them to you in the best order to make sure you're making at least like 15 to 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. And I make, I'm, I swear to you, I could scroll through my deliveries and show you that I'm doing deliveries that take 45 minutes and they're paying me 30 bucks. Okay, yeah. I'm making 30 off those. Like, Yeah, that's really good. I'm making so much money on Uber Eats, especially right now, because mm-hmm. they're giving discounts to people because of the virus. And it's crazy because like, as soon as the virus hit, a whole bunch of people signed up. Yeah. And then to try to Uber on a Friday night, because that's where it's, when it's going to be most busy, you know? Yep. To try to Uber on a Friday night would have been ridiculous a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No, and that's why I just started working 12 to 8 Monday through Friday. But now some people, now everybody got their stimulus. Yeah. And they don't, oh, they, <laughs> they don't, don't want, want it anymore. anymore. Wow. So now okay. I'm still making bank, dude. Huh. So at the end of the day, <laughs> if it's the tortoise in the hair, dude. It's the tortoise in the yeah. hair. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm the motherfucking tortoise, bro. Yeah, he's a tortoise. <laughs> that was good. So have you been getting out and doing stuff or have you just been cooped up at home outside of a... Uh, just been making lots of music at home. Just gotcha. been working on the podcast a lot. Yeah. Um, we're at 20 minutes. Do you want to jump into music or do you want to get to some of these general questions before we get on a topic? Oh, yeah. Let's just jump into some of these questions here. Yeah. Be good. All right. 
So first question I got is from my buddy Louis B, who's a rapper. And I've got one of his songs queued up here. I'm guessing I'm under some sort of spell, some sort of heaven, some sort of hell, some sort of message sort of for sale. That's some sort of mail. I stab my path and go for my trail. Please pass that sag and puff for us both. Kick back, laugh and ask for some sort of hope. Yeah. Once you find my love, see, recline. Once you find me funny, you're mine. Hunting like I'm Dundee in his prime. For the fee, for the five, for the foe, for the fum. Who is he? What a guy. Might be broke, but he's fun. Might be slow, but he runs toward the moon, toward the sun, toward the bliss, toward the mood, toward the fun, toward the niche. So me and Lewis have been recording together for a long time. Nice. And, uh, I always, he's, his question is, what's your advice for young men getting into the dating scene? And I chose to play that song because that song's kind of about love. And a lot of the songs that I recorded with him that were on that topic kind of just didn't really mean anything to me. And I just kind of brush over them, you know. But, um, and I used to try to always steer him away from dating and say, don't. Don't go there. You know, a girl's just going to distract you from what you want <laughs> in your career, in your music career. And, you know, it's only natural that the universe would send a girl my way after, yeah. <clears throat> after telling him that. So now that I've been dating Ashley for a while, I listen to some of these songs we recorded. And uh, they just, they, they mean a lot more. You know, when we recorded that song, we brought him to the studio with his girlfriend and she did like some giggling into the microphone <laughs> that we sampled and stuff. And yeah. great song. Good job on that song, Lewis. Can't wait to get that album out. Stay tuned for that. Um, and as far as advice for young men getting into the dating scene, uh, don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? After all, all you had to say about that, don't, don't get into the scene. Uh, okay. There's no scene in dating. It's not a game that we're playing. It's not fun. There's no, there's no, it can be fun. Okay. It's fun. fun. Yeah, it's fun. fun. (laughs) But, you know, I'm kind of a hardcore dude. And I got, and my, my mentality when I meet a girl is like, could I spend every day with this girl? That's my first thought because I'm like, I don't want to waste any time on a relationship if I'm going to have to, you know, end it at some point. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is sometimes you got to take some time to get into that relationship, to see if it's good for you, you know? And I just think that the main thing you have to have in the forefront of your mind is your own goals, you know, because if you get into a relationship and you're all enamored by this person and, you know, you, uh, you decide you want to be with them forever and, you know, that, that, that can kind of take some time away from the stuff that you're working on and the stuff you want to do. So you have to be intentional about how, you plan your time and how much time you allow for your significant other mm-hmm. and how much time you allow for yourself. Cause if you don't spend any time on yourself meditating and growing yourself, then you're not going to be the best, you know, counterpart that you can be for that person. Right. You know? And so sometimes you have to say, no, we can't go on a date today. No, we can't go do that thing we were going to do because I have to work and I have to get some of this stuff done mm-hmm. so that I'm moving forward. Right. And I don't feel like this relationship is, is hindering me from my goals, you know? And then you communicate and you find ways to work together to help each other grow in, in, in the ways that you want to grow individually. Right. You know, that's kind of what right. I've learned in the last six months Yeah, that's of good. dating Ashley and trying to start a career in music. That's good stuff, you know? Just be, make, <clears throat> just be ready for what you're getting into. And one thing that you didn't really specify in the question is getting into the dating scene. Well, what does that mean? Um, you know, a lot of people think that they're just going to wait and the perfect girl's going to come along and that girl's always going to be there for it, you know, and just be there. So sure. girl um, or guy, girl or guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but one thing that you got to realize is that a lot of people now just stick with the times because there's a lot of like dating apps yeah. out now. And I would say to some people that might be kind of on the fence about the whole dating app thing yeah. and think that, Oh, that's for weak people. no. That's just kind of, I, I think, where everything's going. It's a good place to meet people. You yeah. know, it really is a good place to meet people. And you're going to be selling yourself short. You're going to not be meeting a lot of people that you might have eventually 
met if you just said, okay, I'm going to just go on some of these dating apps. So don't be afraid of those. Sure. Yeah. But the main thing that I would, so with that being said though, I want, you need to be kind of go into this relation, into a relationship with the mindset of, um, humility. You don't want to go into this saying that I know everything already. I am the perfect human being right now. Yeah. You need to go into, because it is going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging and it's going to challenge you to your very core on who you are and what's your, like, what's your personality, your, just how you relate to people. Because, um, when you get into, it's a, it's a relationship. It goes two ways. You, you got to be ready to stretch yourself. You got to be ready to grow and you've got to be willing to change and kind of be humble and see where you, where your shortcomings are coming from or where your shortcomings are and be willing to change, but also be strong in who you are at the same time. So you can't yeah. just be like complete, like, Oh, I'm just going to be what everybody else needs me to be. But at the same time, be like, oh, I know I need to change in this, but I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be mm. strong. I'm going to be who I am. So you got you got to find out where that kind of balance point is. But yeah. Just kind of go into it knowing that that's something that you're going to be running into. That's good advice. And I wanted to go back to what you said about dating apps. You know, I've dated some girls from Tinder and none of them really uh, turned out to go too well. <clears throat> um it is a good place to meet people mm-hmm. and just have fun. But, uh, you know, the way I met Ashley was playing a show. She came to my show. Right. And, you know, go do the things that you want to do. And that's that's where you're going to meet people who you really click with because right. she loves all the same music I do. You know, she loves all the same food I do. Like, and it's just because, you know, we, we both went to this club where, you know, there's alcohol, there's a bar, there's food. There's games like that's the kind of environment I like to be in. Mm-hmm. So if I if I meet girls there, like Ashley, who like yeah. to be in that environment too, mm-hmm. you know, now I've got something yeah. that's worth investing some time into. Yeah, and that's good if you have the right personality for it. Yeah, I would say there's some people that would just like shrivel up and be go into their corner. Yeah, and so maybe that wouldn't be so so you got to know who you are going yeah. into it like would i would i be able to go into a situation like mm-hmm. you know a bar yeah, or a, a club or whatever and be able to talk to people be able to mingle and be able to you i know, need my girlfriend i need my wife to be on that level mm-hmm. to be willing to get into those places right but some girls might be better off meeting a guy in a library yeah 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 exactly it's just like like you it, the ideal thing is to try to meet somebody doing your your thing, mm-hmm. you know, because most likely, like you said, they're going to have at least a little bit of that. Um, you'll have that kind of in common right off the bat. So for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just got to really know who you are, what's going to work best for you. So. Did you know that right now is the best time to cook your salmon? Right now is the best time to cook your salmon. I did not know that. That was our next question from our brother, Michael. <laughs> we have wow. Another, we have another one. That's, uh, <laughs> so, no, I did not know that, by the way. Yeah. I did not know that right now. I didn't now know that. I think any time is the best time to cook salmon. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be in season, right? You know, if it's been sitting on a shelf forever. Then. What are some funny stories you can tell about growing up with your brother? that's a question from our roommate Aaron okay I remember this one time so we were homeschooled right so we had for we didn't have a PE thing right so what we would do for PE is we would walk to the local grocery store called QFC QFC and um something quality food center yeah it was and um we would walk down to this QFC and one time me and Austin go there and there's this little seating area. Uh, usually we'd go there, we'd get like, you know, a bag of Skittles or something. But this time, we're like, no, we're going to buy a bag of chips and buy some bean dip. And we're going to go and then we're going to get our cream soda. Yeah, it was cream soda that we buy. <laughs> so, we, 
We go. This is such a great story. Keep so going. We go into the little seating area. There's a little fireplace, and there's like one other person there, and uh, she's reading a newspaper. And we sit down, and we start eating these chips. And this black bean dip. This black bean dip. There's something in there, and I just, I, I, I just was eating a few, and I, I let out a pretty decent sized burp. Yeah. You know, and then Austin was like, you know, and he burps a little bit. And then I can't remember. We kind of go back and forth a little bit. And then one of us lets out it this. It was me. Okay. I let out this just gigantic burp that literally, I'm not kidding, echoed through the store. Yup. <laughs> and <laughs> Austin looks behind and sees the lady reading her newspaper. She drops her newspaper. Yeah. Looks at us. Turns around. Turns around and leaves. <laughs> she was just gone. It was so funny. We were just that was dying. Uh, yeah. We laughed all the way home. Yeah, about we that. couldn't stop laughing. Like, man, that was hilarious. Yeah, me and Devin had a uh, really good relationship growing up. You know, when we were younger, we didn't get along as much. But well, I mean, it was a typical big brother, little brother. I'm finding. So, yeah. <laughs> but we do stuff like that. Um, I remember one time we went to the, uh, to the beach with our family and, um, we, I think we were having a family reunion out there and me and you decided to go take a walk on the beach and we started making arrows out of sticks, stuff with our pocket knives Okay, and finding cool rocks and stuff and uh, we started pretending like we were on that show, Man vs. Wild. <laughs> and I could tell that you weren't really into it. No. <laughs> but you were doing it because I wanted to. Yeah. And that was like the first time I really saw like the big brother, little brother thing and understood that type of love. Huh. And I was like, that's cool. Thanks, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So that's not really a funny story, but... That's the that's a good one. Yeah, you know, that's good. Another question we got is uh, from our buddy Cody. Shout out to Cody, Cody Bird. Love you, bro. Miss you. He says, "What are some good things to do to fight depression during these times?" A lot of people are extroverted. You know, a lot of people are introvert extrovert to where they they need time to recharge, but they like to spend their charge time mm-hmm. with people. Yeah, and. Can't do that here. You can't go to clubs, can't go to concerts, you know, for for people who are really active in their social lives, it can be a depressing time. You know, and for people who just fight depression on a regular basis, you know, it can just be hard. Like all the uncertainty of like not knowing if you should go outside or like not knowing, you know, what is true and what's not in the news and I think it triggers a lot of people who are you know, depressed and have anxiety and even people who are bipolar and, you know, have schizophrenia. I just read a really long Twitter post about how we can help people, you know, who have those kind of mental illnesses during these times because it's it's a very triggering time Mm -hmm. for some people. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. Are are you introverted? Are you extroverted? Extroverts, they recharge their batteries being around people, right? But it doesn't mean that they still need time to themselves to kind of get inside their head, see how they're feeling, get in contact with who they are. Mm. And that can be kind of difficult right now because I know a lot of people are like stuck in their house with just their family. There's no way, they can't go out and just get out and get away like as they normally would, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one thing to think about is, doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted, you still need to find some time to get by yourself, go for a walk, kind of, you know. You've been talking about that on your social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trying to stay, you know, do some sort of like thing for your mental health, right? Doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted. And then it goes on the other side. Um, Even if you're introverted, don't just do everything by yourself. You know, you still need to have that human contact and it's so easily, so easy to isolate right now Hmm. to just get away, be by yourself and not see anybody at all. So making sure that you actually do a, do something 
to reach out towards people and just have that human contact, you know, and especially like people, you can call people. That's great. But try to emphasize kind of that visual aspect too. Yeah. Do some sort of like FaceTime. FaceTime. Yeah. Video chat of some sort, because then you can kind of get a little bit of that. And um, I know people have reached out to me and said, well, okay, I've been doing all this video chat and stuff. I just need some like physical, I need to see people in real life. Yeah. And I've, I've never, I haven't done this, but I've heard of people doing this. It's pretty cool. They go, they, uh, they call up their buddy and they say, Hey, I'm gonna drive to your house. And they drive to the house. They park on the street. They just roll down the window and then they just sit on their porch. You're, you're still doing the social distancing thing. And you're just having a conversation, you know, and it's face to face. You see the person in real life. You guys are still there, but you're still, you know, um, doing what you need to do to kind of keep yourself distanced. So that's, that's one way to do it. You know, we need human interaction. That's one thing that humans need just as bad as water, food, you know, it'll drive you insane. I, I remember me and Ashley were at the grocery store last night and there's couples in there just biting each other's heads off. Uh, yeah. Just sick of each other, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the girls walking behind the guy like, like, stop going so fast. There's stuff here that we need. <sighs> and he's just like, yup. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. crazy to watch. It's, it's crazy. Well, um, hope you're doing okay, buddy. Hit me up. Uh, is it a good time to start reopening things? That's another question from Cody. Oh boy, that's a loaded question. I know, like, because, sure, like, from what I've heard, I'm not really paying that close attention to the media and everything, but from what I've heard, that the curve is flattening. Yeah. And there are people who are actually in kind of like the the healthcare industry, so nurses and doctors and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. people married to them. Even some nurses are being laid off. Yeah. Because we've, 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 so it's, it's, it's to the point where we're actually flattening the curve. The problem is, uh, if we open it up too soon, obviously it's just going to go right back to the way it is. Exactly. But at the same time, we're talking about this is going to hit us again next year. We can't be closed down for a whole entire year, you know. Yikes. So uh, there's we've so we at some point we have to open up again. We have to be getting to the point where we can. But where that time is that time is it's like (laughs) this is a perfect perfect uh kind of mental picture it's like okay i've jumped out of an airplane i pulled my air my parachute my parachute has you know slowed me down enough so that i'm not gonna that i i'm not gonna die when i hit the ground yeah so let me take my parachute off yeah that that doesn't make any sense we want to avoid that that's a good metaphor yeah but i know that and even when they open stuff up, I'm still going to be yeah. sanitizing yep. my whole car, wearing the gloves, wearing my mask for another two weeks at least. At least, after yeah. After things open back up, if that, if that happens. Mm-hmm. Is it a good idea? I don't think so. I, I, think, I, think, I think we're going to have to wait for a little bit. You know, if there's some companies that, that want to figure out how to get their people back to work, and not have to keep, you know, getting money from the government to try to pay their employees, then, then you know, hopefully we can figure out some ways to do that in the near future. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing of like, I mean, it's, it's hard to tell, like, how many people had this before we even realized that it was a big thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't kill everybody. You know, it's not like you get the virus, you're dead. It's not yeah. a death sentence. It's only effective on, on some age groups and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, But I think we've had enough talk about the coronavirus, yeah, I, man. I believe so. That can be our, that, uh, that can be our music s- segment, and we'll go into fitness after this. Cool. Um, just wanted to give a few announcements. Uh, got some covers on YouTube that are going to be live by the time this episode is live. So go check those out. I'll put links in the description. Uh, and I've got a, <clears throat> I've got a band called Atomic Age Renegades that I've been working with, uh, with my buddy Maverick from Jet Force Gemini. Nice. Jet yeah, Force. Jet Force. That was a band that we played uh, 
played shows with in Silver Remains. But now I'm working with their old bassist on a new project, and it's going to be wicked. So we're getting our social media all set up, and we're going to start doing some live streams. Nice. And nice. Uh, you should come jam with us sometime, bro. That'd be sick, dude. I'm always looking for places people to jam with. Yeah, because we're definitely looking to play some shows when, when everything settles down, and we want to have lots of people participating so we can like mm. switch drummers for a show or nice. bring somebody on to play bass during one song or yeah, whatever. You know? That'd be fun. Yeah, so, I'd be down. I'd be down. Right on. Here's another beat I made. This one's called Brush. Love that fill. <laughs> kind of funny I was humming the melody of this while I was brushing the cats <laughs> that's why I called it brush plus there's snare brushes in the background that are slowed down it swims you know <laughs> That's really good. Nice, um, I like that one. We got <laughs> we had a couple questions from Michael, our brother. Yeah. One of them is, describe the first time you heard music. The first time I heard music. You grew up around music quite a bit because our dad... That's a really tough question. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of when, like, the first time that I was like, yo, music is awesome. I remember listening to Journey. Um, yeah, I was going to say. Long time ago, and that's kind of like... Earliest I can remember yeah. is Def Leppard, Journey... Uh, Warrant. Yeah, just running around the house while Journey is... There was some... What was that? There's a, there's some country, which is yeah. interesting. Colin there, Ray. Yeah, Colin Ray <laughs> that we listened to. I love being wrong. Um, yeah. Was, was that, is that country? It's kind of got some country influence to yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like that would have to be, I mean, that's like the most in my brain, you know, solidified kind of first. Yeah. I can't really answer that question. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a hard one, but all I know what, is I fell in love with it. Probably. What is the, what is the question exactly again? Describe the first time you heard music. Yeah. I, I think it was just kind of a thing. I look around. I remember like listening, mom and dad listening to some songs that actually would, they would, they're crying to it. And I was like, yeah. okay, so music is more kind of this emotion thing. Yeah. You know, they would get happy when a song would come on. And so I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. This is what music is. Yeah. Um, That's so, cool. yeah. When singing, it is good to also poop, question mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> when singing, it's it all... is good to also poop, question mark. That's word for word how you wrote the question. Uh, is, so I, is it good to poop and sing? No, it is good, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I can see that, like, you know, you got to use your core. And, and I was going to say, weirdly, yes. Yeah, it like is. it would help you. Because you got to learn how to use those muscles. Man. Yeah, use those muscles. Oh, oh, and oh, like, oh, oh, oh. That's how my choir teacher explained it to me. You got to use the same muscles like, you do when you poop. To Have you ever like like farted when you're singing? Yeah, sang too yeah, loud and farted. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like dude. I remember like doing some screams and stuff and being like. I wish I had a fart noise. <laughs> doing some screams and being like, oh, get after that, you know. Oh my God. I don't know. Yes. So yes. If this is a question, it sounds more like it's a statement, but also could be a question. <laughs> oh my God. Great questions, Michael. Yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. 
He's got <laughs> he's got more on fitness, but I figured we'd close out with those if you got some yeah, other stuff prepared for chill. fitness. Um, <laughs> no, so one thing that I had posted this week on Instagram and got a little bit of kind of feedback that I thought would be kind of cool to go into a little bit more kind of in depth yeah. was this whole idea of pain, right? And kind of the way I that- I remember reading that post a little bit. Yeah, so there's like, I did five things that can cause pain because the this idea of chronic pain is very much um, skewed in a way, I think, because most people think that like, oh, I hit my knee on something when I was young mm. and now I have knee pain. Uh. I'm, it must be because I hit knee, my knee back then, you know, and it's just never gone away. Or, okay. you know, I have this pain. I don't remember hurting it, but it's there. And um, it's just, has never gone away, mm. you know, and then they just, we just kind of accept it to be part of our lives now. Yeah. But I work with so many clients, I've worked with so many clients where they said they come in and they have a, a, a area of pain. I work with them for about an hour and the pain's gone hmm. and it never comes back. Because there's this, I, there, yes, there is a time where I have an injury, I sprained my ankle, broke my ankle, whatever, when I was playing basketball and it's never been the same. Yes, that happens. But it's it's not something that we should just accept. So there's, there's, you know, mobility can be a, play a huge role into it. What exactly is that? The mobility role? Mobility just in general. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just yoga, you know, mobility can be a bit of yoga, but it's, it's more of just saying how is the body? So, okay, let me back up. So we've got flexibility and we've got range of motion, right? You could lay down right now and I could take your ankle, I mean your leg, and I could push it up towards your face sure. farther than you could bring it to your face, yes. right? So you have flexibility. You have this range of motion, right? Mobility is that the way I kind of uh, explain it is that it's your ability to have control over that range of motion, right? So, um, so like a depth, can you get into a full squat? Uh-huh. You know, can you get into a good position, hold your, hold your shoulders in a good position and still do a bench press without your shoulders rounding and rolling forward? Can you get into these positions? That's mobility. Hmm. Um, and it's a little, so it's a little bit different than just straight up flexibility. So you, you have know? to stretch to be able to have mobility. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, a real you know, kind of a leader in this industry is Kelly Starrett. He made, he started with mobility wad, but he's, he's now the ready state and his, and I've, uh, I like his view on mobility and it's that every, that human should be able to perform general maintenance on their bodies by themselves. Mm-hmm. And we should be able to get into these certain kind of, he calls them archetypes. Uh, so basically just shapes that the bot, every human body should be able to express. And if you can't express these positions, you can't get into these shapes, then there's some sort of restriction, right? So, yeah. and he, he rolls it out. And um, if you can't get into, say, a good pressing shape, you can't get into a full squat. You don't have good mobility. You don't have good mobility. And it, it's not just like, oh, you just can't do that. It could also manifest itself in pain later on down the road. So going back to that, now that we've explained mobility and right. what that is. Yeah. So if you can't get into a full squat, you may not have it now, but you might start to, most likely will start to see pain in your knees, hips, ankles, even low back. And you just learn how to get into this, a full squat. You learn, you mobilize the body and be able to get into a full squat and your pain in your knees go away. Your ankles go, the pain in ankles go away. Right. So, Mm. and basically what I kind of went into was, um, uh, there's, there's different things like overuse, right? You're using the same muscles over and over and over again. So like a a contractor using a hammer, swinging a hammer, turning screws yeah. over and over and over again. That can cause pain. 
in your wrists and your fingers. Yeah, wrists, fingers, forearms, elbows, even sometimes your shoulders. Yikes. You know, um, so you can you can start to see um, the pain start to manifest that way. It could be overactive, so you get into positions and you hold in these positions for a long period of time and muscles become overactive because they're um, short. It's basically your body saying, hey, we get in this position a lot. Let me make it easier to get into these positions. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the general, very basic look of how that one is. Or it could be weak, underactive. So you don't have, you sit a lot, you sit on your glutes, and then your body kind of turns your glutes off so that your glutes aren't as active during. So now during like walking is the main thing. So then your knees can fall in. You'll start seeing knee pain and stuff like that. All because, you know, you have a weak kind of underactive muscle, right? So that's another way um, that it can do. And then obviously there's chronic pain. There is chronic pain that like arthritis. Arthritis. You know, it just, it doesn't go away. You know, we have, we don't have a cure for arthritis yet. We have things that can help. Yeah. But it doesn't go away, right? We don't know. We don't have a cure for it. Well, as far as we know. Yes. As the citizens. Yeah. As human beings, we don't quite know, you know. If we have a cure for it. Um, but. Yeah. So, yeah, wow. that was. Uh, so ahead. you have to do things like, mobi- like increase your mobility. Right. To counteract pain mm-hmm. to, to get your body used to getting into the positions it needs to stay in to not put long-term wear on some of your joints yeah and you're saying that some people who think they have arthritis might just have some pain that they can fix through some stretches yes that's yeah don't be so quick i would say to, to self-diagnose your yeah with, with chronic pain yeah because if you have arthritis you have something like that then yes, a doctor has said, yeah, look, your the the your body has attacked the cartilage and stuff in your knee. Yeah. So now you have chronic pain in your knees. That sucks. You know, inflammation in the knees. Okay, yeah. There's uh there's not a whole lot at or that we know of the, to kind of reverse that at this point. Yeah. Um, you have no, you know, cartilage in your knees anymore. Um you gotta get a knee replacement. Right. But there are things that you can do, even with the chronic pain, besides knee surgery or medication that can lower your um, your pain. Like massage therapy? Massage therapy is a good way of doing it. But um, just having some sort of like movement practice that you do to on top of that, because if you just go in there, because like the reason that a muscle is tight is because we do something over and over and over and over and over and over again and we don't do anything to kind of counteract that, right? So if all we did was go in and get a massage and we didn't change anything in our life, yeah. we get a massage, we feel good for a week, we go back to doing the things that caused the pain in the first place and then we do that over and over and over and over and over again, we're going to be right back to where we started, yeah. you know? So having some sort of like strength in the exercise to counteract what we're doing throughout the day. Yeah. And that's when it gets a little tricky is trying to figure out, okay, what am I doing specifically throughout my day that's causing this pain? Huh. Right. So, yeah. Um, and that's when it really helps to have somebody who really has a good understanding of where, what the bot, or how the body's supposed to move and what's ideal for it. Um, to actually be say, okay, yeah, you type a lot. Okay, so now we got to work on the forearms. We got to work on your your shoulders and thoracic spine and whatnot. So yeah, you know, so okay, let's do these things. Well, I would recommend that every bodybuilder go get at least one massage because that is 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 freaking awesome therapy. Yeah, like sure, it's it, it can be addicting. <clears throat> Excuse me, it can be addicting, and you're gonna want to go back. You know. After you do it once, and it, and like you said, long term doing it over and over again, it's going to put wear on your body and, and kind of make it want to heal itself in different right. ways. Plus that, like I, I perform, I do a lot of mobility in my workouts. Like I'm making sure that I can get in a full squat. I have, okay, where do I feel tight? Where do I feel, you know, 
overactive and work on those things, you, you know, through mobility practices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I still go to a, a chiropractor and get a massage on a pretty regular basis. Cool. You know, just because they can do, you can, you can do a bunch, you can get rid of your pain, you can do some self-maintenance, but it is good to go every once in a while too. And get an adjustment. Yeah, specifically get adjusted and be able to, you know, have some sort of like external maintenance on you is what I would call it, you know. So I think last week we were saying, you know, going back and getting the adjustments over and over again is going to make you have to do just that over and over again. Yeah, exactly. You know, but it sounds like what you're saying is it'd be a good idea to get an adjustment and then do mobility training to teach your body how to restore itself to that place that it's in. Yeah, more wow, specifically strength training. But yeah, yeah. Strength. So yeah. that's the best way to reinforce it? Yeah. Strength training? Right. Because if you, okay, let's, a quick case study would be just like somebody who sits down a lot and works on a computer is typing a lot, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So what Austin needs to do is um, he needs to mobilize uh, kind of thoracic spine, so mid-back. He needs to mobilize shoulders and kind of the cervical spine, so the upper neck. And he needs to mobilize his chest. And so that that's everything that's tight, overactive, right? So you, you mobilize that, get it moving again because it's pretty locked down. Then you would go in and then you would you would um, strengthen kind of the posterior, so the, the back sides of you. So doing rows, doing supermans, YWTAs, um, just some any sort of like face pulls, anything that's going to kind of open you up into this better position, right? So then that's counteracting everything that you're doing in front, right? So you needed to be able to kind of take the two-pronged attack. But if you were to just go directly to a chiropractor and that's all you ever did and you didn't do anything to wake up the muscles that have become underactive and not quite as connected, sure. then you're just going to go right back to where you were. The pain is going to come back or whatever drove you to go to the chiropractor. It's just going to come right back. Yeah. Dude, people need to hear this stuff, man. And if you guys are confused on some of this stuff, you can you can send Devin an email. Yeah, you can send Devin a message on Facebook. You could send yes. him. A I love DM to talk. On Instagram. Somebody did this the other day. They they reached out to me. I was like, hey, let's talk. All right, cool. Five minutes later, we're sitting down. Zoom. We did a Zoom chat and we just had like a conversation. I love doing that stuff. So nice. I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah, when it's on a topic that you're you're passionate about, you can really yeah. get going. Yeah. I know a thing or two about this stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome, man. Way to go. Well, we got a couple more questions from Michael here. The first one is, uh, what happens if I go to the gym naked? Probably kick you out. Probably get kicked out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> most of the time, they, they might say, they might direct you to the locker rooms. Yeah. <laughs> And say, hey, we have a designated spot for naked people. (laughs) But most likely, if you walked in the front door already naked, they'd probably kick you right out. They probably wouldn't just uh, let you linger. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I was going for was the drums. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do you think that coffee is a good source of vitamin P? Vitamin P. Okay. So I've gotten a lot questions about the vitamin p uh-huh. and a lot of people for some reason they think that it comes from coffee i'm not exactly sure where this um this myth this absolute atrocity to nutrition has come from everybody knows that you need to find some sort of substance of vitamin p through fruit or vegetables that start with p right so like plums plums of course yes plums even i knew that Plums are a good one. Paradiddles. Paradiddles. <laughs> okay. Peaches. Peaches. Pears. Pears. You know, and especially like, you know how everybody knows about the super fruits. Um, they know that the most like abundant source of vitamin P is from things that are purple. There you go. So hopefully, <laughs> no, there's no such thing as vitamin P. <laughs> What'd you say in our description? Only the most accurate, up-to-date accurate information up-to-date. or something? Yeah, I can't. 
That was hard for me to say. <laughs> that is so funny. Dear. Thanks for the questions, Michael. Yeah, thank you for those. We're going to have to have Michael on the show for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Dive more into the brotherly stories. And that vitamin P. It's good. Thanks for watching, everybody. Check us out on social media at Podheaven Austin Devin on everything except for Twitter. Twitter is Podheaven AD because they're fancy. And real quick, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer on this podcast, make sure that you go to any of our social medias. You can comment questions. On our um, on our posts on our posts that we specifically ask about questions or just if you're watching this on YouTube you can leave a comment below yeah leave a comment below we read all of those and we get back to you as soon as we can um, also you can just DM us personally and you can we'll send get us back private to you. messages no yeah, no yeah. so that's that's the best place to go ask questions we'll answer them on our on our podcast so we're pretty smart <laughs> we know a lot of shit. See you next week. See you then.